Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a tube of toothpaste and a silent war. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. My wife and I are in a battle. It's the Cold War again in our bathroom with our toothpaste. We, we get into this. It's like every month or every two months, whenever we're running out of floss, whenever we're running out of toothpaste. I mean, floss is one of those things where quite literally I've gone to floss for like the second or third time in the day and I'll pull out the last two inch strand of floss and I will actually feed it back in like I'm threading a needle. <laughs> so I can put it down and I'm just waiting for my wife to come and try to floss her own teeth because I know she'll know that I got her and she'll have to replace the floss. But the toothpaste, man, the toothpaste is less, less definite, right? Because y you can keep squeezing that tube and get out like a tenth of a teaspoon of toothpaste. And as long as you're getting something, like I'm pretty much sticking the bristles of my toothpaste, eh, toothbrush into the little tube to get out to my toothpaste. And, and we laugh about it. I mean, honestly, it's one of those things when you're married and you're grinding through, not grinding through your marriage, but just when you're married with kids and you're grinding through life and every day kind of seems monotonous at times, you have you have these little things, these like little games that you're playing with your spouse, these little, these little things that make you laugh. And you got to love them. You got to love them because it's not getting any easier. And if you don't take a little win and a little laugh when you can get it, you're just not going to make it. You're not going to make it through life. <laughs> so, so this has become our thing. We've been going, going at this particular battle uh, for, you know, years now. And it happened this morning. So last night I realized we're really low and we've seen this coming because we've been kind of making comments about it. And, uh, one of the things we do when we get, because you like kind of re recrease the toothpaste tube, even though it's like flatter than a piece of paper, it's, it's like nine and a half by 11. I don't like if you got an industrial like metal crusher, you could not, you could not get smaller than this. Like it's so the toothpaste tube at this point is just flat, but there's always some like little inefficiency at the corner and you're always trying to like squeeze that little tiny bit out. We get really greedy, especially towards the end. If, if you realize you're coming to the end and you get like a good, a good squeeze, you'll just squeeze like a tablespoon of toothpaste on your toothbrush because you're kind of trying to get the other person, right? You're trying to make it so they run out of toothpaste. Backfires sometimes, so don't do that. But I was getting down to it this morning and we'd been kind of going out the last couple of days with the toothpaste and... I'm I'm practically breaking my thumbs. I'm squeezing so hard. I'm pushing it. I'm like I'm actually worried about the joint on my the base of my thumb popping out, which it has done at times before. My gosh, how much do I? How much harder do I go? And and this morning, for some reason, I was realizing I was like, you know, my like travel toiletries bag is right there. I'm looking at. It, I'm like, I could just grab some toothpaste, grab some toothpaste out of there put this one back down because ain't no way she's getting anything out of this out of this tube and for some reason it really struck me that it's like well the game's over if I do that and I started wondering why it was like why would the game be over because the joke would be on her 
right? I mean, because now she'd have to come and figure out a way to to get the toothpaste out of the tube, which she absolutely can't do. And I started like going back and forth myself. It's like, why wouldn't that be fun anymore? Why would it be fun? I obviously would have won. But I I was struggling with it for like five or ten minutes. And and then I kind of came to the realization that my honest participation in this absolutely absurd endeavor, this like ridiculous cold war that we find ourselves in, my honest participation is the only thing that makes it fun. Right? Even even if her enjoyment is not decreased, it would no longer be fun for me because I would have been lying about it. It's kind of like, it just, it just sucks the wind out of the, out of my sails. I was like, well, there's no point. Like if I'm going to cheat and there's no point in playing this game, even though the game is meaningless. And I started thinking about other things in my life where honest participation is the only thing that's fun. You know, I started thinking about school and as frustrating as school was in the past, there was, there was a time in my, uh, in my physics class, I remember when I was getting really frustrated with things when I was in high school. And, and I kind of like, I thought about looking over at somebody's, at somebody's test where we were taking this test because I just wasn't quite getting it. And I instantly had this sinking sensation. I was like, that's just, you can't like, You've stepped out of the normal play. You've stepped out of the normal rules. And even though it's difficult and arduous and you're not having fun, it's not fun anymore, right? It wouldn't even be worth participating in. And that's, that's when it really hit me. It's not worth participating in something if you're not going to be honest. Now, a lot of people disagree with me, especially my students, because I get into this with them a lot. It's like, well, look, if you're going to cheat, what's the point? They're like, well, you know, I still get a grade. And yes, fine. You still get a grade, right? If you're cheating in Spanish class, I totally get that. You need to get a good grade in Spanish to go to college, all the stuff, fine, whatever. Not advocating for cheating, but I get it. The problem that I think people run into is once you start cheating on things and you're not honestly participating in good faith, you don't really care about those things anymore. And if you stop caring about those things, that is a huge problem. I decrease my level of care. I decrease my level of participation. I decrease all of the ways that I actually care about what's going on. And then I just give up on them because I don't care about them anymore. Right? And that honest participation in the toothpaste or the Spanish class or, or anything, right, in, in, in my physics class, that honest participation is the only thing that keeps me going. Had I allowed myself to cheat on, on my physics test when I was taking it, man, I would have stopped caring about physics completely because I'd rather be in a difficult struggle that I'm struggling at honestly than be in no struggle where I'm winning dishonestly. Because what's the point of that? If you're going to be winning dishonestly, you're not even winning. You're not even doing anything. You're not benefiting. You're not struggling. You're not furthering yourself. There's no point there at all. And it's that honesty. It's that literal honesty with, your, with yourself and everyone around you that makes the thing worth doing. And it... It's just painfully clear, man. If you're going to cheat, 
what's the point in doing it at all? You're not going to care. And if you still care, you're going to care far less. And as you care far less, you'll be more likely to cheat. And then next thing you know, you're just going straight to your toiletries bag for toothpaste. <laughs> the honest participation, for better or for worse, is the only thing that makes life engagement valuable. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the unit that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you.